is being able to not panic when you think your kid's in serious trouble the most important parenting skill? Yeah, I, I don't think it's one any of us ever acquire. <laughs> like, nobody tells you when you're going to have a kid <laughs> yeah. that there's going to be moments where you think your world's ending. Yeah. And then you'll have to be able to just get back on with your day. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, absolutely. Pure panic. Pure. Oh, 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 oh my God. Oh, oh. Okay, he's fine. Anyway, what are you guys doing today? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so true. Do you remember the time Mikey jumped out of his high chair? I know, he didn't really jump. It was terrible muttering on my part. <laughs> you brought it up, I didn't. <laughs> Dean like, was carrying him in the high chair. I've been told a million times not to do lifting the it. chair. Yeah. And I told One her, don't do One of those stupid Ikea it. high chairs. Oh yeah, blame Ikea. Well, they he all, they all got recalled. the table. He leaned on the table. He fell but out of it. I couldn't even look. Like all like, full, I thought... Like, Oh, it was d- like Brian O'Driscoll dump tackle, yes, spear tackle. Yes, very much. Face like onto that. the ground first, and, and Tina was, ran to me and went, "He's he's really hurt himself." I couldn't do and it. And I was like, "Pick him up!" I couldn't. I couldn't. And then when we got to the hospital, they were treating me, not yeah, him. They were like the treating shock. me for yeah. shock. He had a little mark in his chin. And then we just got on with our day. It was, it was a you big do mark learn the kids chin. bounce fairly quickly. Oh, it was awful. I can feel it now. It was terrible. It's it was honey. You're ruining our kid. The parenting podcast from the Irish Man Abroad Podcast Network and Go Loud. You're all yeah. very welcome back after our little midterm break. We all survived it. Yeah. Just about. We did. What is the stupidest thing that happened to you this midterm? Because we have a whole list of stupid things that happened to us. Quite a few. Number one, on Halloween night, uh, I dressed up as an inflatable unicorn, thought I was the business. This is a cool costume. I really thought this was going to be a lot more fun than it turned out to be. And then during the night, Mikey was like, can I have a go? And I was like, of course, here, spread the joy. And while trying to take it off, I caught the zip in my brace and snapped it. That's I mean, what I did. Of all the inflatable uh, unicorn injuries, I would yeah. say that this was the most devastating. I do not know, even now, how I caught my zip on my brace, but the dentist was not surprised at all. Well, like, ha- I think braces are always snapping and popping and Yeah, they were like, that's and, not even the worst story yeah. we've heard and today. And most of the calls, I would say that orthodontists <laughs> get, oh, I was really drunk. And then- yeah, well, that's what I regretted more so than actually the thing, the happening, was the phone call I made immediately yeah. to the dentist going, I'm dressed as a unicorn. And I, and then I was like, oh. The maniac voice message <laughs> to the orthodontist. Why can't you retract those, den- uh, those messages? Why can't you unsend an email? Yeah, no, no. <laughs> serious for god's sake can we catch up on that bit of technology please uh well uh ivanka trump wanted to get out of testifying uh, at the fraud hearing in new york last week on the grounds that it was during a school week and it would cause an awful lot of distress i know loads of parents that during the midterm if offered the opportunity (laughs) to testify in court (laughs) over fraud they would have taken that ahead of the the sheer amount of work that midterm is so congratulations, yeah, congratulations to you if you got through it one of the funniest moments on our midterm for me was uh we were so lucky we went away to this airbnb in wexford and i've never really been to wexford wexford's very pretty we were on a beach like the house was on the beach it was amazing and uh so you wanted to go for a swim and mm-hmm. mikey was like oh not another walk to the beach blah blah, blah which is like when you say walk, it was, it was like Point, I think the word he used to describe them was another pointless walk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, like, 
I was like, it's barely walking, like, it's like two steps yeah, away. Shuffling the So I said, OK, well, us. why don't you stay here and we'll go down to the beach? Because you could see the ha- like you could see in the window from the beach. And uh, when we came back, he was like, that was my midterm holiday right there. <laughs> my- That's my vacation right there. <laughs> and I was like, we've been trying to entertain him the whole time. And all he wanted was a so bit of a his bit of own me- time. Me time. A me time. Yeah. We that have an awful lot of questions to get through, mm. an awful lot of emails. We've selected the three best this week <laughs> from the, the mailbag. Well, I guess we're trying to get the broadest coverage <laughs> yeah, the for broadest you guys and the yeah. most uh, eclectic mix of questions from parents. Mm-hmm. This is Honey, You're Ruining Our Kid, the parenting podcast, as I said. Tina's the expert. She's 20 years in the business of child behavior, uh, working with kids with all sorts of problems, problem behaviors. Mm-hmm. And she's been helping you guys out with your issues for the last well over a year now and you know what makes me excited is the emails i get back from people who who don't ever think their child's behavior can change Mm. and then when they actually follow through on the plan they can't believe it because i don't think any child is ever done i've read the emails and Dina's too modest to read them out but like the advice works mm. and we're just so happy that you guys are enjoying yeah. the podcast and recommending it to friends. Mm-hmm. Most importantly, we need you, though, this week. If you're going to do one thing for us, rate, comment and subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to. We've never asked you to do this, but this is huge for our chart position and just in terms of getting the word out. Rate, comment and subscribe. Even if you go a OK, absolutely deadly. Just put yeah. something down with a five star rating uh, or just, any rating. I mean, any rating at all, in fact, is a huge help. We only have five stars except for one person who obviously doesn't like us and gave us a zero. <laughs> <laughs> but that person is rating everything as zero. Yeah, yeah, that's probably Mikey. Yeah, that. <laughs> probably. probably <laughs> Question number one. I hope you guys are getting on well. I wanted to say that I absolutely love your podcast and I've been listening to it for months and it provides me with so much comfort and reassurance in those tough parenting moments. You guys are compassionate, normalizing and funny and I'm recommending it to everyone. That is what we like to hear. (laughs) I wouldn't be reaching out to you unless we were really desperate. Okay, well, that's like giving with one hand and (laughs) taking with the other. It's like, and I love the podcast. And like, uh, there is absolutely no way that I would reach out to you guys. Okay, but we finally reached that point. My little girl, only a miracle child, 34 months old, was potty trained during the summer. It went well, on the whole, and she was happily listening to her body and using the potty for the following few months with a few accidents or prompting required. Okay. Then, four to five weeks ago, she suddenly started having loads of accidents, resisting using the potty. We couldn't pinpoint a trigger for this. The only thing I can think is that she had her first sleepover in her grandparents' house. Oh. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. The grandparents... Uh, let her sleep over and just after that it starts we thought we had prepared her properly for this but it seems we hadn't as apparently she did get upset when we didn't collect her immediately on waking up the next morning I would imagine that that's probably a bit of Mammy will be here tomorrow morning. Oh, yeah, like and you that, did to yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> Kids don't have a concept of time. They think, <laughs> sun up, where's my mom? <laughs> yeah. Since then, she's been having loads of accidents, sometimes 10 plus per day. Oh, the birthday. Oh, Lord. And resisting using the potty. Oh, I love the, the resisting, like <laughs> resisting arrest when prompted, even when she Blanking. clearly needs to go. 
thankfully they're wheeze not poos but all the cleaning up and extra washing is getting hard to deal with over a month later uh, of interest she rarely has accidents at crash this is that is interesting mm-hmm. apart from that first week after the sleepover and generally has fewer accidents when out and about compared to at home also of note she often does Little wheeze in her pants now, almost like she's taking the edge off her full bladder, but doesn't seem to wet herself enough to feel uncomfortable in her clothes. This is often followed by a bigger accident, however. I'm not sure if it's relevant, but she wears pull-ups overnight and continues to soak them every night. So we're holding off on night training for a while. We've tried to stick with the script. You did a wee in your pants, wee goes in the potty. Next time, mm. when you go, you need to wee. You need to go sit on the potty. That's directly taken from your yeah, script that, there, Tina. Good, yeah. I regularly invite her to join me when I use the toilet and that's try really to turn it into too. a game. But she keeps pushing back. I don't need a way as she hops on the spot. We've made a conscious effort to give her loads of extra one-on-one undivided attention in case this stems from a lack of attention, but this hasn't made a noticeable difference. And we've tried leading, by example, high-fiving each other when she, daddy or I, use the potty. Daddy's using the potty. That's good to know. (laughs) We've offered her the toilet with a training seat instead of the potty, but she declined it. No, thank you. It's like she's now developed a habit of pushing back against the potty when prompted rather than checking with her body like she used to when we asked her to change her pants after having an accident she refused to do this mm-hmm. sounds like a strong independent lizzo type three. woman she's not even three yet. and i worry about her getting an infection yeah so I mostly end up just end up helping her to change the only thing that worked once was when we were in the playground and she had an accident due to having declined to use the body when she clearly needed to do uh, to go a couple of minutes before we held firm on taking her home as a consequence. Although she screamed and protested, we made it clear calmly why we are leaving and she immediately used the potty on arriving home. The only final thing is uh, that I need to add is that I have had surgery last week, so I have been recovering at home. Well, well, I hope we get well soon. Unable to, I'm unable to pick her up, she says, which I recognise has been very hard on her. And I've been trying to acknowledge that and give her lots of extra cuddles. Not sure if it's made the potty re- regression a bit worse, but it's, uh, it's likely. Any advice you guys have would be so much appreciated thank you so much i'm so grateful for your time in reading this well i mean first of all they just sound like amazing parents right the high-fiving and the modeling of the toilet and stuff following through when she did that at the playground i mean these are all really amazing conscious parenting stuff the poor mom is really feeling guilty there's a lot of mom guilt there she you you hit it on the head you know they did prepare her for to stay at the grandparents but what they didn't take account for was the understanding of time and her expecting them straight back but you know that should have been she should have been able to be she's nearly three you know that could have been explained to her really have a pinpoint in time yeah when she was fine go stay with the grandparents yeah and she's not now, sometimes that's, I, I think that sometimes we don't know what the dialogue is with grandparents. No. 
and all power to these grandparents because Lord knows grandparents now, just like parents, mm. are doing way more than they ever did in the past or oh, are yeah. expected to do way yeah. more. How many elderly people do you see wheeling kids around when they should be enjoying their retirement? How many um, people in their 80s do you see like having the kids to sleep over while absolutely. the mom has a and break? I, and I'm not saying that about this parent, but I'm just saying when they're spending more time with the grandparents, you at, at any time, you, you don't know what the dialogue is. If mm. they said something or if something around that stay yeah. made her think, oh, I actually don't need to go to the party. That could be it. Or that little girl wasn't as confident with her wreath as they thought she mm. was. And being with her grandparents, well, she probably had the most amazing time. And her mom should not feel bad about this at all. Something happened to make her feel uneasy and not confident in that area. Or something just happened. She just had a worry. And that is not something she was able to control anymore. Um, First of all, I just want to say to this mom, this is not unusual. And yeah, we've had regression emails all the time. Toilet regression is really common. And the only thing I'm going to say is that this little girl sounds really able. And you got the toilet training done before. She's not doing her poos in her pants, which is way worse than the wheeze. I know it doesn't feel like that when you're in it and the wet clothes and the smelliness and the washing. But um, the fact that she's able to let her poo go, that's fantastic. I'm going to say to this mom... Either just be patient and continue doing what you're doing because I think it sounds incredible and this will pass. Or if you want to speed up that process, I think you have to introduce a very structured timer situation where the dialogue needs to be, okay, you don't seem to know when your wee is coming anymore. So we're going to have to start checking. Mommy's going to have to set this timer. And when the timer goes off, you have to check. We're going to go to the potty and you have to sit down. We're going to set the timer for two minutes. If you haven't on your wee, get up. And when the timer goes off again, we have to check until your body remembers all by itself like it used to. Mm. And that could work. First of all, it's really boring and monotonous. Kids don't like having to be pulled from whatever they're doing to go toilet. And it might just be enough for her to start doing what she used to do and checking in with her body. I love the language this mom uses. It's amazing. Like she really does seem on top of it. But again, this child is not three yet. There's always going to be toilet regressions and it's so painful when she's when it, you're in it. But she's not really doing it a crash, which to me thinks even though you're giving her loads of attention, she's preferring whatever attention she's getting for the wets. Whatever one-on-one eye contact is being given during those changes and stuff, mm-hmm. your Need daughter is seeking that. that out. I mean, she does sound like this kid does has very strong will. Yeah, but also very tight with mommy, obviously. This is a pandemic baby. This is a baby who was just with their parents for a lot of their early years. And I think mommy should not feel bad about having left them with the grandparents. Do that again. Mm-hmm. Make that more normal. Make it more normal that the kid has to go and stay somewhere else and someone else has to help her with her toilet training. Do you think the grandparents are not able to... Like, you're saying start this timer thing, but you're Mm. also saying send them to the grandparents. Oh, no, I'm saying 
either decide to write it out knowing this will pass and just give mm. no attention okay. and change the things and encourage the toileting like she's been doing or if she wants to speed it up introduce the timer try right. and get her back on track introduce a reward thing for the end of the day when she's gone and my good is timer. the timer's the way to go and maybe a chart of some sort yeah well I, I think that but also I think she's only three and she did have her Something happened where she just felt a little bit alone or unsafe or worried, you know, Mm. and maybe she just needs to practice those feelings a bit more, you know, being away from mommy because she probably hasn't been away from mommy very much. Mommy did nothing wrong. And now mommy's recovering from an operation and she probably feels like I can't ask for help. I can't leave her with anybody because at one time I did this thing happened. But this thing that happened isn't that bad. And I know it feels like it is now, but you will get this little girl back on track. You've talked about mom guilt. Oh, mom guilt is the worst. And it does sound like this mom's definitely suffering with it. Yeah. Like dads don't suffer with this guilt to the same. I'm not saying that there isn't dad guilt. I definitely have dad guilt when I go away. But like Tina had mom guilt so bad that she felt bad taking showers. I did. Yeah. Well, we had had such a trauma with Mikey. Yeah. But it was also that you'd grown up with guilt. We yeah, all but, did in but I really Catholic was afraid Ireland. of leaving Mikey. I really, at all, at all, for a long time. Yeah, yeah I was it, afraid. It was massively tough. Yeah, because because of what happened to him, and because at the time I knew there was something wrong with my baby, and I couldn't get anyone to take me seriously. I just felt like, well, he can only be with me. Yeah, you know, it's the only person you yeah. can rely on. Yeah. yeah, it was. So, like, I just think I don't know if that's a very clear answer because his mom. No, I Look, think it's great. If, You've given two paths. If she didn't sound like she was so on top of it. all over it. The language like, is amazing. Like, everything she's doing is incredible. Yeah. The only thing I'd say is, th- whatever attention she's getting with the wets, just be careful about how much eye contact you're giving and how much chash you're having in those mm. moments. Because... Yeah. We don't know why, but, but she's, look, she is enjoying that. So just be careful of that. Don't give it anything. Yeah. I'm not saying be cold. I'm just saying just change clothes just, quietly. Yeah, just keep an eye on that. Do not make that. a fuss. And then if she uses the toilet or goes to the potty, then give the big swing hugs and the squeezy hugs yeah. and the, you're the best huge. girl. Yeah. But don't give anything for that. I mean, that's not a very clear answer, I know, but I just think. Oh, I think it is. This mom, I would say, get another sleepover at any and granddad's. Yeah, What's the worst still happening? She'll have a few more wets. You need a bit of time. There are things that happen in your parenting life that you think are never going to end. Yeah. And then there's a morning where the sun comes up and mm. it's behind us. Yeah. It does sound like they're close. Yeah. But it feels like it's not. I think that I'd love to hear how this goes yeah. with those two strategies. It's super hopeful that she's not doing it at crash because yeah. that means she can she control. Can. Yeah. yeah, she can do it. So this will pass. It's just which option do you want to go with? So in that last question there, mm-hmm. you were like in quick with the praise when it's going right, when they're doing what you want them to do and largely ignoring what yeah. is the... Um, Negative stuff. I mean, that's one of the videos that you posted on your Instagram there. If people aren't already on Instagram, I know that sometimes the advice is bound up in the podcast. But if you need kind of bite sized chunks of what Tina's talking about in really simple, shareable one minute 30 form, uh, go to Instagram, get on board. Honey, you're ruining our kid Instagram. And you can see that she's gone to the trouble of kind of making them into pieces of sushi that you can easily consume um, 
some of them don't contain fish. Maybe you're not into wasabi. <laughs> uh, but it, look, these videos are great and uh, they're getting tens of thousands of views. I'm and I'm so sh- proud of you for oh, doing them because so- you're not comfortable in front of the camera. No, it's your first time I doing all this. I was just going to say, I think someday Charlotte might blackmail me with the outtakes of these videos. <laughs> the outtakes, guys, you have no idea. Like the amount of face palming. The, oh, I uh, just so uncomfortable. Do do I don't do know how people do. The, it, it's just so hard to look at yourself and record. Anyway, most of them narcissists. I mean, <laughs> really, myself included. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't do a lot of pieces to camera, but uh, they they are they are tough, and you do need a good editor. But uh, thankfully, it's really uh, easy when the info is there, and it's just just waffle like mine. Yeah, I hope not. Uh, my ones are just me <laughs> waffling on about shite from the world. Um, but there's a bunch of them there, and maybe those will help you introduce other people to the podcast. I mean, if you've got friends who are like, no, let me into my guys, ping them one of those videos might be an easy way to get along. That's setting. We have somebody here who thinks they have an unsolvable problem. Oh, God. We've never had an unsolvable problem. But uh, this uh, one goes something like this. So our two year old hates wearing clothes to bed. So we let her sleep in her pull ups at home. But when she stays with my parents, they insist she wears clothes. And of course, it turns into a complete screaming meltdown. And then my mom and I get into it because she says I need to make her wear clothes. I am at my wits end because I hate wearing clothes when I'm sleeping also. So it's hard to say to my child that they have to wear them. I feel like it's not worth the fight. We have a bit of a theme here this week, and that is yeah. the parents staying at the parents. Yeah, the parents. Meet the parents should be the title of this uh, episode. Yeah, grandparents are tough like they are. It's the, it's the best will in the world. Yeah, you have a brilliant joke about babysitting at the moment in your new show that I love. Thank you. And it's so it is so true. Like you rely on these people who you don't really agree with how they parent sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> but um. But, uh, but like I at have the same to say time, though, I think as is the case most times, this grandparent has, has a, a point. point. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is gonna be tough for this person to I hear. No, I just don't know why you would allow your child not to wear anything at bed. Like they are going to get. They must be sniffly. They must be a snot nosed kid all the time. Or. They've got a really well insulated house. Well, if that's the case. It's cosy as a Josie. I mean, this comes down to, I guess, explaining to your child that, yeah, in our house, it's our rules. And if mommy's happy enough for you to go to bed with no clothes on in our house, that's perfectly fine. But they're going to get older and have to go for sleepovers Mm -hmm. and things like that. And it is going to be a bit odd if they're not wearing pajamas. Tell me about it. Like, I sleep in the nude all the time. And when I (laughs) am going on sleepovers and just, you know, on the road, uh, it's very odd for people. People take an awful lot of adjustment. No one will believe this, but Charlotte is such an ex... ex, I can't say with my phrase. What is it? Exhibitionist. You are forever. You're always... I'm not an exhibitionist. You are. I don't even know what an exhibitionist is. Well... I don't know, but this is what I I'm think I'm very it is. comfortable in my skin, thank you very you much. You always change in front of windows and say that people can't see in. <laughs> I'm like, of course they can see in. They can see in the window. I, I don't change in front of <laughs> you windows. Do. I change pressed up against windows. <laughs> 
We lived on the main road for a while in St. Albans. And Jar was always up there telling himself off in the window. And he was Talking like... Talking myself He up. was like, they can't see in. I was like, they definitely can mm. see in the transparent window, Jar. Yeah, but I don't think that makes me an exhibitionist. <laughs> I do. Like, my attitude was, the fuck are you looking up here for? You love getting changed at the beach. I don't You're mind. Like, but my attitude at the beach is, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> I'm like if, I'm if like, you're looking yeah. at me well good luck that's what you're gonna see is this human car crash that but is my genitalia at the beach I'm like my hood up I'm getting like nearly killing myself getting choked in my dry robe trying to make sure I yeah. don't show anything and, and you're terrible <laughs> like absolutely like guys absolutely like I've never seen somebody so bad at getting dressed oh, discreetly I, at the beach. But Dina I, will be like wrapped up, tying the dry rubber around her shoulders. Yeah, and you're choking And myself. then just at the last second, it all falls <laughs> to the ground. <laughs> and she's like, oh, fucking Jesus Christ. And all I'm doing is lying in a ball, laughing on the rocks. I mean, I find it so hard to get changed after a swim at the beach that I'd rather not swim. I'm yeah. like, you know what? It's one of the it's reasons not you've worth given. the faff. <laughs> the faff of change. Okay, so where did we get? Oh, yeah, because this person's not wearing pajamas. Yeah. Look, I think this what? is an easy enough fix because this mom just needs to sit down with her little person and say, okay, in our house, that's fine. But our rules, sometimes when you're in somebody else's house, they have different rules that we have to respect. And you say, in grandma's house, she would like you to wear pajamas. So let's go and pick out the pajamas you mm-hmm. would like to wear there and make it like, obviously, this child has some sort of sensitive skin thing. And that is an issue that unfortunately, grandma's not willing to understand. But there are loads of pajamas out there made from loads of different things. Go make it fun. Let her pick out a few fun pajama sets yeah, that she a, can and bring a dressing to grandma. Yeah, make it really cute and cozy. Like I don't understand how um, the dr- pajamas aren't being put on further earlier in the evening, because clearly this is happening just before bed. But if yeah, the pajamas she... were being put on with slippers and a, a yeah. dressing gown. And you were coming down to get cozy on the couch. Yeah. You wouldn't want to get out of those to go to bed. Like it is, or is the child's it, right wanna... to not wear pajamas to bed if they don't want to. Uh, child's, child's don't have rights. <laughs> children have rights, There's no such child rights. Children have rights, sir. <laughs> the child's right not to wear clothes to bed. No, fuck that. The child's right not to have a quilt over them. Look. It's your responsibility as a grown-up to go in and make sure... It's getting cold. It's not the summer anymore. Put some fucking clothes on. I'm sorry. I do think if it was my kid, they'd be wearing pajamas. But I do think this mom has the right to listen to her kid and be like, I don't want to wear pajamas. In her own house, that's fine. But if you're giving her to your mother or father or an aunt or your sister to mind, then they're in a different person's house now. And Mm. they have to know that they have to roll with it. So you just have to prepare them, get them the pajamas, explain to them that when you're in their house, they would prefer if you wore pajamas. That's fine. Really nice pajamas that you like and they can be your special pajamas you wear in their house. I think it's a solid tip and worth giving a trial. Interested to hear what this mom says when she comes back. I mean... We watched a a really bad movie the other night. We didn't even get through it. It was fucking shit. What movie is that? Old Dads, right? Oh my God, it's so bad. I was so sad. I didn't know what you talking about there avoid this movie well i love bill Charlie, Burr, we shouldn't say that it's a it's not good tina it it's loses very, the run of itself well like it tries to be like we're chauvinistic men but we're actually kind but then they keep just doing things that are really gross yeah but like it's kind of and this kind of so hodgepodge much, of so many bridesmaids boobs. and uh, why are there so many breasts in that film 
There's like one strip club scene, hon. It goes but on a while. Is, yeah, it definitely does. They were definitely enjoying like 40, their evening 40 there. 40 minutes of boobs uh, yeah, and faces. Yeah, no, there was definitely an awful lot of scripts set in the strip club mm. for some unknown reason. But one of the uh, funnier aspects of it is the confronting other parents yeah. on their parenting. Mm, which seems you should just be, never do. Yeah, but this is <laughs> but this does relate to this story. Yeah. That, you know, your parents are one of the few people that can confront you yeah. on how you're doing it. Yeah. Even though there's probably a bunch of stuff you want to say to them about how they did it. Yeah. yeah. And the impact that had on you and why, if you want to know why I'm doing this, maybe it's partially because of how you did it. Mm-hmm. And look, we can no one's getting it right as the centre yeah. of this podcast is that we're all guessing. Absolutely. Uh, and that just Tina's had more swings at bat with all of the kids that she's dealt with over the years and, and has also, seen what works. Also, it's just helping parents understand that y- you can actually get rid of this behavior. Don't worry. Like, it, you know, it's not forever. Mm. That's You'll what the- really catch your parents out mm. on this as well by by following Tina's advice there of they'll they'll think you're digging your heels in. But if you arrive in with the most amazing pajamas and the kid mm. is up for it, no kid can argue with the idea that there are certain things that we do when we go certain places. Yeah. One of those things is wearing pajamas I at mean, other people's houses. I mean, it's actually good for your child to understand that, yes, in our own house, we can do this, but we have to respect other people's rules in their houses. And I mean, do you really need that fight with your mom? No. no. You're already having to ask them to mind your kid. Has anyone ever won a fight with their mom? I doubt it. I doubt it. No. No, I can't think of one. Just take that, release that pressure from your Drop day. the rope. Drop the rope. I love that. Drop the rope. You don't need that. Just let's let's go out. Let's pick out two pajamas. Your child will still feel they're yeah. in control because they get to pick which one of those they wear that night. And just explain to them. And Nanny says that's what you have to do. Well, we need to talk for a minute uh, in the next section about Halloween. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we didn't talk about it. But we got a lot to get through there. <laughs> Is it acceptable to dress your child as Chucky on Halloween? There's my question. No, it's not no, acceptable. It's not. And yet, you did it. I did not do it. You have a parenting podcast where you allowed so a- your yeah. son no, to dress that's bullshit. as the lead character from Child's Play. I was against this every step of the way. A movie that you're too afraid to watch yourself. And I will never let him see. <laughs> But like, Jared, that was all you, all you, just like all of our bad choices in Mikey's life are all your fault. That's it. (laughs) And you know what? I had to even let Mikey dress as Chucky to Jarlett's father's annual Halloween (laughs) party where there were tiny children. Everyone else is dressed as like Kermit the Frog. (laughs) Yeah, I was dressed as a unicorn. Mikey arrives at the door. Do you want to play? I was like, no daggers in the house. I mean, I felt like. Completely out of control in that moment. You That's dressed me. as, worse than that, Jason from Halloween. Yeah. I great, mean, great the costume. two of them were terrifying. Classic. And then when we went trick-or-treating, like, people were really afraid. Kids were running from and, us. And Mikey, it was magic. Mikey didn't want me walking with them because he said the inflatable unicorn the was... The inflatable ru- unicorn was did it? somewhat ruin the <laughs> intimidation factor. I had to be there. Jason Other- from Halloween. <laughs> Chucky from Child's Play and an inflatable <laughs> unicorn that ended up waddling along with her butt <laughs> flapping in the breeze, yeah, catching her zip in her brace. Oh, that was 
terrible. Uh, look, it, it it is such a tricky holiday, Halloween, especially once they're in that tween age group. Where they're like, I want to be scary, but yet they themselves are, yeah. are slightly scared by well, what they're dressing I as. I was really sad that he went to Stucky. Like I said a million times, this is a bad idea. I yet don't you like the it. scars and the wig. That's not true. And gave him the, this the is jumper to untrue. wear under his dungarees. You were telling untruths. You didn't give him one of your t-shirts to wear under his dungarees. I did do that. Yeah. But the rest of it's not true. And you that said, was just because I, I was quote, like, I'm not. Would it be so bad? I did not say that. If he went as Chucky. That is, you are just lying. (laughs) (laughs) I said, can we just go as the Ghostbusters? I said that. Well, that's, that's something I've dreamt of doing Mm. for years. And you went out and bought these costumes. But do you know how expensive that would be? Like, yeah, you know what? I think it turned out to be pretty expensive in the long run. Yeah, this is the thing. Charlie wanted to spend a hundred euro on a Chucky mask for Mikey. Oh, and it was terrible. You're a liability. If you're on your own, you're a liability. I am. I am. Yeah. I am. We all I'm know sorry. about the basketball cards now. That I just realized you told me to tell your brother it would be a good present for Mikey for his birthday. And afterwards I realized, fucking hell, those they're like a hundred and thirty. Oh, really? No, in America. He's gonna think cheaper. I'm so cheeky. No, 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 no. I told him myself anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Tina and Jarrett, I need your help. I'm new to the podcast, but I'm loving all the episodes. I'm Thank going you. right back through listening to every single one. Oh God, my God. that's always scary. That. I'm like, what did we say? <laughs> my four year old refused to try new foods. Well, Ooh. welcome to our life. <laughs> hey. I can't serve a plate. What? I mean, Tina, you don't try new foods. Dude. I can't eat food because of my brace. Oh my god! Somebody shoot me in the eye of the penis. I can't serve up plain pasta one more night. It makes no sense. They're brilliant in every other area, Aww. but the meltdowns at dinner are too much to bear. So we give in and serve up the plain pasta again. How can I make this dinner misery end? I'm worried he'll end up in hospital. I've brought him to the doctor who basically acted like I was a fuss pot. Oh, fuss pot that is a is, word that's inherited from for the me. 1980s. You're nothing but a fuss pot. That's uh, triggering pot for me. A fuss. I do not like to ever hear that moms are being told they're making a fuss or they're the being Doctors over the top. really shit on you from a height sometimes oh. when you go in. Look, doc, you're kind of getting in there before the kid. I just need you to say that you have to take off your shoes yeah. when you go in the house. Uh, I don't know what you're doing about. It's like, Doc, I'm paying you <laughs> yeah. 60 quid. Say what I'm telling you yeah, to say. In England, it was a, you felt a lot better going to a doctor because you knew it was free. You didn't respect them as much. I have to say, when you're paying for it, you're like, oh, Jesus. Remember that doctor I went to? I said, uh, how's it going, Doc? I'm going to donate a kidney to my brother. Don't do it. Don't do it. What? Yeah, I just need to get some blood tests to send them over so that they know that I'm the right blood type. They, I am the right blood type. My advice is don't do it. I'm not sure you My ad- you <laughs> <laughs> In hindsight. I mean, I had decided to do it. Yeah. Like, what kind of a gobshite? That's another time, though, I was like, don't do it as well. I was like, Charlotte, this is too much. And you didn't listen. That and the Chucky costume. Yeah, but now I'm a hero. <laughs> <laughs> You're not even allowed to talk about it. Not really. But anyway, <laughs> as she says, shutting me down. <laughs> Uh, this this lado only eats pasta. Yeah. Tina, growing up, admit it. What 
were the food groups that you neglected. Okay. Vegetables? I w- no, not in my house, though. I was forced to eat whatever was put down in front of me. But in restaurants, I would ask for tomato sauce sandwiches or chips. Gosh. <laughs> Banana sandwiches. I did sandwiches. tomato sauce sandwiches, but only because I saw it on the beachcombers. Banana sandwiches if I was feeling fancy. Banana sandwiches. <laughs> yeah, I used to love them. With butter? God, no. Do I don't crazy? like butter. <laughs> Look, uh, you I know what, this mom, this. this parent is sure. not on their own. We all know this and we know what works. And we know that I've been telling people about this forever. And it this was This has not, to be an Instagram video. Yeah, it the was. Tina Tapas. Tina Tapas. Not my idea. I always feel Stop bad about that. Stop saying it's not your idea. You've made it your idea. Basically, you give your kid the Tapas experience. But the biggest compliment was this was one of my oldest friends, Tara, who I just adore. And she makes me laugh like no one else in the world makes me laugh, even though I'm married to a comedian who's sitting right in front of me. (laughs) She's just... I know one person who makes you laugh that much. Who? You. Oh, shut up. Laughing at your own joke. Constantly. But she said it changed her life. She was yeah. like, Tina, thank you but so it does, much. It does. It and changed it, her it, life. Look, it makes total sense. Yeah. The bowls are out on the table. Yeah. With the you options, the cook, things you'd like them yeah, to eat. Yeah, cook whatever dinner you're cooking. But just don't serve it on the plate. Put it all in separate bowls with big spoons and empty yeah. plates. They love and the then pick and mix element. Absolutely have a little bowl of plain pasta out there because we do it's want like your, four bits of we pasta. We want your child <laughs> stop don't listen to Charlotte. We want the child to be fed. We do but we're hoping they'll explore. And they do. When the pressure is off them, do. they do. And they it works every time. Do. It might not it work perfect. 90% of the time, <laughs> yeah. every time. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that. Because it might not be perfect the first two times. But when they realize, you hang on, it. I'm not under any pressure here. Yeah. I'm allowed to explore. I'm allowed to just pick and choose. And also introducing a wrap element or the boats or the burger yeah. bun that they can fill is brilliant And too. an element of chance. One of them has to be full <laughs> of wasabi powder. Don't listen to Charlotte. <laughs> Also, I know we say it and it's impossible sometimes to find the time. But if you get your kid involved in the cooking, there's more chance they're going to try stuff. That's just that's that's a new extension of this that makes absolute sense. Charlotte, I have said that so many times. You've just zoned you out (laughs) this time. You just heard me. I mean, that's why our relationship has survived. (laughs) You can't remember. She's got a terrible memory. I have a terrible memory. And I don't listen. And that's how the world works. (laughs) Right? Uh, Not to make light of this, because this mother is is in trouble. Oh, look. She's in a spot of bother and not the only one. No, I used to. I know you're not making light of it, but I am saying that if anything this podcast has produced that's worked for people, aside from like the obvious stuff, like come in quick with the praise. Yeah. Ignore the bad stuff as much as possible. Have the reflection at bedtime. Yeah. Over the bad stuff, not in the moment. The Tina Tapas for mm. fussy eating kids. Yeah. Trust Tina on this. This bloody works. It works. And uh, I mean, when we were going through this ourselves and like making the two dinners and oh. watching him move stuff around the Trust plate. Trust me, it was so annoying oh. for me to have to watch <laughs> you make two dinners. It, and then I think we went to somebody's house and they had older children. And I saw that mother making five different dinners. Madness. And I was like, Madness. this can't go on. This has to you stop. Have to figure this out. And a mom was sharing a trouble that she was having with me at the door. And I was sharing with her. And she told me 
about this tapas thing that she had started doing. I mean, game changer. (laughs) (laughs) So I hope that helps. If it doesn't get back to us, we'll try something else. That's your lot for the free version of Honey, You're Ruining Our Kid. Come on over to patreon.com forward slash irishmanabroad to get a little bit extra and access to all of our episodes, including bonus episodes. Uh, There's an extra stand-up special over there, the full Irishman Abroad archive, extra-length Marion McKeown and Sonia O'Sullivan episodes. You name it, it's over there. And you also get priority when you email in. You'll Mm. You'll be attended to first. It's how we keep the show alive. Please do sign up or rate, comment, subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast that'll be a help too yeah and uh, if you do go over and you listen into some old Irishman Abroad episodes I would recommend Michael Smiley and Philomena Lee those are my comfort blankets they are incredible episodes Philomena one they're incredible oh. I love them um, guys thank you so much for listening Tina thank you I'll thank you, you I'll see you next week I won't see you until then <laughs> I don't know how you do it all Dara so thank you so much no problem at all 